What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of the committee. Today we've got an exciting one for you. As you guys know, today is the day, National Championship Game Day. This episode is brought to you by Affordable Automotive. Make sure you get a quality repair for a price that's fair. Two hours away from the National Championship Game, a rematch of the 2018 Natty of the SEC Championship Game from this year, Georgia Alabama, number three Georgia, number one Alabama. As we know, Georgia came into the SEC title game this year at number one, thought to be uh, world beaters, potentially one of the best teams we've seen in a while, which does that ring a bell? Alabama, 2018-19 season, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, true freshman season, after he took up for, for Kelly Bryant. That Alabama team was said to be one of the best teams of all time, uh, led by Tua Tugavailoa. And... Turns out they're not because Clemson absolutely wiped the floor with them 44-16 to in the national championship game. And Alabama pretty much did the same thing here to Georgia in Atlanta in the SEC title game. Uh, second time around, hoo-wee, we are in for a good one. Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs, despite losing that first time around, are favored here. Uh, we've got ESPN showing Georgia as a two-and-a-half point favorite. We've got... Uh, the official sports book of the show as of right now, Bovada, uh, showing Georgia as three-point favorites. Um, and the over-under sitting at 53. So we're expecting here, what are, what are we looking at there? That would be about a, I don't know, 29-26 range. Some sort of area like that is what they're projecting could possibly be the, the, the happening. Of course, we saw 26-23 was the final uh, last time around, these two faced in the natty. And I know it's not a lot what people wanted to see. Uh, personally, I, you know, it would have been really cool if it was Michigan versus Cincinnati because that would have been out of nowhere. Uh, although, you know, we saw what the season Cincinnati had last year. And a fantastic season. Congrats to the Bearcats and Coach Fickle uh, on a great run. Unfortunately, you're not taking down the Crimson Tide just like that. It's not happening. Uh, Michigan then, too. Another fantastic season. Congrats to the Wolverines uh, for finally dethroning Ohio State under Harbaugh and winning that Big Ten. But good Lord, uh, just Cincinnati was handled, uh, but there were some scenarios where the Bearcats, uh, you could have found them getting themselves some points on potential mistakes or, uh, you know, if had they reduced a few. Uh, Michigan a little it felt a little more of just an an utter domination um it it sucks to see the playoff games wind up like this uh nearly every year it seems so uh, really i'm i guess uh coming from the the standpoint of not wanting simply not wanting georgia to become an absolutely perennial powerhouse team like alabama Simply for that matter, I think I'm rooting for the Tide here just a smidge. Not that I really care. I'm, you know. Either way, it's kind of whatever. Um, but in order to keep Georgia on the peg below Bama, and hopefully, you know, because we, we don't really want them to join them and then it just be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know, I saw it with Bama and Clemson. Uh, for that reason, I guess I'll pull for the Tide. Um, as we saw... Bryce Young, Jamison Williams went crazy in Atlanta as they took down the number one dogs, 41-24, which was the same score from the 2020 regular season game they played against each other, which was, I believe, number two versus number three. Um, 
and this was a, a what did they come in? It was a number one Georgia and number three Alabama here. Uh, and now, of course, Bama number one, Georgia number three. The roles are reversed. Both teams twelve and one. Uh, Bama's only loss coming to A and M uh, in College Station. I saw Seth Small walk that game off uh, there for the Aggies, and uh, a really a fantastic game through and through. And uh, another showing from Bama that we've seen plenty of time this year, where it's it, Bama has looked stoppable for sure. It's not. Uh, Many a times you're afraid of Nick Saban, not because of what you don't know what he'll do to you, but because you do. And I think this is an, a little bit scary of a scenario because, you know, Saban and the Crimson Tide this year are not quite what the same sort of teams we've seen from them, not quite as dominating. And yet you saw Brian Robinson just m- munch through the Cincinnati defense. Uh, you saw... Bryce Young take home the Heisman and uh, what many would consider to be sort of a kind of just a, a walkthrough year where it's like the Crimson Tide, they're staying in there. They're staying in there. They're staying in there. Um, is, this a, is this a real team? Is this a legit, a legit Alabama team? Uh, then the Iron Bowl, Bama seemingly seems to be losing uh, to Auburn in a game that they pulled out of their butts, out of their rears. Uh, Auburn should have won that game. If Auburn was able to have a good quarterback play in the second half of that game, Auburn wins that game. And that that, that game, honestly, was pathetic from Alabama, to be quite honest. Uh, the fact that Bama was for, put into a scenario of four overtimes against that Auburn team uh, is quite upsetting, uh, to say the least. Uh, of course, after that game, I expected a little bit more of a, uh, I, you know, obviously you didn't expect what would happen in the SEC title game, although it's Saban, Saban gonna Saban, but Bama just looked so lethargic. I mean, you saw they kind of let Arkansas back into that game the week before, uh, a game that they won 42-35, um, but you look back on the on the past few games put in here, and they changed it up uh, for Cincinnati. They they changed it up. They gave Brian Robinson the ball. They fed that man the ball, hitting 204 on the ground. Uh, Bryce Young only threw for 181 yards against Cincinnati. Uh, I thought the Bearcats' defense did a really good job of uh, holding Alabama. Um, not not well not okay so not a good job but a good job of not letting Bama take the top off uh, as you'd expect with Jamison Williams a receiver of that quality um, obviously they got Bryant Gardner and uh, Bush back there they got Ross you know they got a good defense there for the Bearcats but unfortunately for them they have not made it to the national championship quite like the Crimson Tide have. And it showed it showed that Bama was the better team. It's it was obvious. Uh, same goes for Georgia. Both of those teams were just clearly far and away better than the other teams. And that's you know that's what happens when your recruiting classes you put in are just incredibly talented. I mean Alabama just has been dominating the recruiting show for the past ten years. Georgia now coming on the come up. Uh, they have been absolutely feasting on the trail as well. 
Speaking of A&M, you see, too, who's now got the greatest class of all time at the current moment. It's an interesting time in the SEC, and we see a lot of people dogging on the conference for the bad bowl record. Uh, I believe finished 6-8, and eight, under 500 for the first time in a while for the conference. And yet, uh, there's two SEC teams in the title. You know, I'm, I'm all for the uh, clowning around on them, and it, it is kind of funny. You know, they finished... Uh, Finishing under 500, like, ha or what? Let's let's see what their bowl record was. Um, just want to make sure, but you can't clown any conference that has two teams in the national championship, unfortunately. There's not really anything you can do there. Uh, yeah, so the SEC finished 5-7 and seven in the bowl season, um, which is subpar for what they expect. But, again, two teams in the natty. Uh, let's get back to that talk. We saw Georgia's track a little bit different. Um, so Alabama really pounded the ground game against Cincinnati as Cincinnati, you know, kind of Alabama took what, what Cincinnati gave them. Cincinnati took, uh, the explosion out of the Alabama offense. As you saw, even, uh, Bama's leading receiver in that game was, uh, Brooks, who was, uh, you know, didn't even put up he only put up 66 receiving yards you're not going to expect that from Alabama to be such a low number for the leading receiver and Brian Robinson feasted all day took what they gave him Bryce Young didn't even have to do much and boom the Crimson Tides in the national championship not even a question uh nowhere in that game did I think really that Cincinnati was too you know they they kept it a good game uh, it was de- it wasn't as bad as the Michigan, the Michigan feat, but uh, the Bama was the better team there. And like I was saying, the uh, the strategy or the implemented game plans in the playoff semifinals a little bit different from than what from the teams have been used to. Uh, we saw Stetson Bennett look pretty electric against Michigan. I mean, some of those throws he was making, uh, it it kind of just made some people, you know, made some people shut up. You've seen Stetson in the news recently. Now he's flexing the flip phone or, you know, it's coming a big story where everyone's talking about, oh, yeah, he doesn't really care. He just wants to be, you know, he's just, he's here to play ball, uh, which I think can fare well for him here in this in this scenario. Keep Get rid of that rat poison. Don't fall into it. But, man, Stetson Bennett put on a show against Michigan. It was just clear Georgia was so much more physical, um, fit, stronger, bigger, faster, stronger. Whatever you could name it, Georgia had Michigan beat there. And that's not going to be the case here against Alabama. They're not going to be quite as dominant uh, in terms of the athletes that they possess. Um, but Georgia very well can come into this game and make it their own because this Alabama team – Although they've turned it up, and although it is Nick Saban, he will turn up for the Natty. Uh, you best believe that. I think this Georgia team is going to be able to come in here and play the style of ball that they want to play, and I think it's up to Kirby, and it's up to, obviously, a few, just a few key plays and a few mental mistakes or errors one way or the other that is going to change the outcome of this game. Uh, and so I think that three-point line is very intriguing. I don't agree with Georgia being the favorite here. 
Uh, despite how they looked against Michigan, I think Alabama deserves to be the favorite team here. Uh, you know, they won the head-to-head matchup not too far away, just two games ago. Uh, number one team in the country, and they are still not favored. And as we saw, Will Anderson use that uh, the rat poison plus thirteen and a half or minus thirteen and a half against Cincinnati, and he said they feel like they're the underdogs. And now here they are actually the underdogs. So you have to think that uh, they're taking that into account at least a little bit there. Um, and speaking of the uh, the underdogs, the Georgia Bulldogs have not been in a scenario such as this because Kirby Smart has not been able to pass Nick Saban yet hasn't been able to take him down the Georgia Bulldogs despite the line are definitely the underdogs here given Saban and Alabama's recent success Uh, not even not even recent more than further than recent if Georgia doesn't win this game it's now a lot of people bring up the narrative um if now not ever like will Georgia ever be able to get over the hump and yeah I think that they would be able to but it would just just a total morale killer for the future of the program to just be bested by Alabama once again especially after being number one all year then they beat you already in the SEC championship game rebound great rebound destroy Michigan in the Orange Bowl Uh, so if the dogs can come in here take the reins finally and get over that hump win that first natty and what would now be uh over 40 years, uh, 1980, the last time Georgia has won the national championship. Uh, Alabama, no need to explain when the last time they won it was. It's pretty much every year. Um, but it's a big hump for the dogs. And I think on their best day, this Georgia team, uh, from what we've seen so far, the entirety of the season, looking, as the committee says, at the entire body of work, I think they are a better team than Alabama. Uh, and of course, you don't see uh, Job won't be out there for the for the tide. Mechie won't be out there. So there's going to be a few hiccups here and there in terms of injuries that aren't going to be found in the game tonight. So maybe got taken into consideration. Uh, but overall, the dogs absolutely possess the talent, uh, the coaching, and the ability to take down the wretched Crimson Tide, but Nick Saban is absolutely menacing. This man refuses to lose, uh, although he, you know, although they didn't look great all season, doesn't matter. They still somehow enter the playoffs coming in as number one. They still blow out Cincinnati in a fashion they could have beaten by more. Same thing as the Notre Dame game the year before. Uh, By the way, I, any Notre Dame, you know, I don't want to hear anyone defending the Notre Dame like, oh, they only lost by 17 because Alabama absolutely could have blown them out of the water. And now don't come at me for any of this. As you, some of you may know, or most of you know, uh, I'm a Sooner myself. So I am, uh, let's just say more than used to uh, some playoff disappointments. So uh, I understand. Don't worry. Now time to give the takes on what we feel the game's going to play out tonight. We saw Brian Robinson hit 200 yards. 
we saw Brock Bowers and Stetson Bennett uh, in the Georgia offense absolutely rolling. We saw the defense just pound and swarm Michigan. Uh, and then we saw Alabama in just kind of, as I said, a controlling win over Cincinnati. Uh, they took what they gave them, and they didn't let Cincinnati have much breathing room. I'm not a – now, Cade McNamara, Desmond Ritter, neither one I don't think are very good. I haven't really understood the the Ritter hype at all much. I mean, he shows some nice flashes, but he can just be so costly to his team. He just can make these mistakes that you can't be seeing out of a team who's looking to beat Alabama. Uh, and, I, you know, Stetson Bennett has been thought of all season. Is it him? Is it JT Daniels? He's taken that job. He's proven he's taken that reins. Uh, he, he playing a fantastic game in the Orange Bowl. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what he does tonight. And I think Stetson's going to have a good night. I think Bryce Young is going to have a good night as well. And uh, what I'm expecting here, I think we're going to shoot for the over. We got over under 53, as we said. I think it's going to be going over here. Um, the defenses and the physicality are fantastic. But there's just these brilliant minds who are going to conquer up, uh, concoct up just uh, some flash for us, some pizzazz, as we saw last year. Devontae Smith had the absolute best... He didn't even look like he was trying against Ohio State. And he put up, what, like 250 yards in the first half before uh, injuring himself? And what was incredible would have been the best bowl game performance the best postseason performance of all time, perhaps of any sport. I truly think it would have been. Uh, now we saw Jackson Smith and Jigba put up uh, over 300 yards uh, and three touch three touchdowns in the Rose Bowl. Um, Devontae Smith would have crushed that, despite how great that Rose Bowl performance was. Wow, uh, that was some fantastic stuff. He he really stepped up in the in the in the absence of uh, Wilson and Olave as they declared for the draft, but. To get back on track, we don't have much time before uh, the kickoff. We don't have much time before this podcast is supposed to be scheduled to come out, so you guys can listen to it before the game. Uh, so, as I said, I think Bama should be the favorite here, and I think based on what uh, we've seen recently and the whole body of work, um, Georgia definitely can argue that uh, perhaps there's a case for uh, a, to be a tight line. You know, I would think. If I were to be placing this, I would I would be leaning maybe a Bama minus, uh, Bama minus two and a half, maybe even one and a half. Make it tight, maybe even minus half, half a point. Give them barely anything. Just lean, you know. Even if you want to pick them, a pick them would be interesting here. Give me the Crimson Tide. Uh, that's who I'm taking in tonight's matchup, though. Uh, straight up Crimson Tide. ESPN F- FPI matchup predictor gives Alabama a 41.6% chance to win. Georgia has a 58.4. Um, and as we know, uh, they're, you know, hand in hand, they are the favorite. It's 22 degrees in Indianapolis tonight. Of course, it does not matter at Lucas Oil because they will be indoors. Uh, but I've got the tide tonight, and it's time to make my prediction for the score. I think we're looking at a big game from, uh, as we talked about already, Bryce Young, Jamison Williams, Stetson Bennett, and Brock Bowers. It's going to be back and forth battle, hopefully. But even even with a back and forth battle, I think Bama will pull away and win this game by seven. 
So here is my score prediction for the game. 34-27, Alabama takes the victory. You heard it here. First, 34-27, Crimson Tide. Last year, I picked Alabama to beat Ohio State in the national championship 35-30. to And that game, as we all know, turned out to be a pretty much... No, not pretty much. It was a blowout. 52-24, Alabama absolutely demolished Ohio State. The Ohio State secondary was lost the whole time. Uh, so, you know, kudos to Cincinnati again for holding them like that. But this Georgia defense is not going to play around, and I think the Crimson Tide is going to put them up, as we saw, put up 41. They'll put up another good number here, 34. Georgia's only giving up 9.64 points against per game so far this season. Uh, hats off to Lanning, Muschamp, Smart, the defense. Wow, fantastic job in Athens. Uh, Bama, you see, giving up 19.2 points per game so far this season, ranking them 13th in the country. Uh, the Alabama defense has... It has its ups, it has its downs. They have uh, an immense amount of talent. Um, as obviously, as we talked about earlier, Josh Job is not going to be playing this game. One of Bama's better corners, um, so that'll be interesting to see what uh, George is going to be able to do for that. Uh, now we go to scoring offense, uh, just to take a little check in. Um, Alabama is. Where where's the ranking here? Alabama comes in at Nope. Okay. Yes. Okay. Alabama is the number six total offense in the country. Uh the Bulldogs come in at number twenty-three. Um so it's it's it's, it's kind of close there. Um but Crimson Tide, the offense is gonna be too overpowering. I'm trying to just get this Get my prediction, stay with it through. I'm trying to overthink it a little bit, and I need to not be doing that. Uh, so give me the tie, 34-27. Um, and I I just hope it's a good game because we have too many playoff games that go to the to the hole, you know. Uh, too many non-competitive contests. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, be sure to let me know how you liked the, the episode. Let me know about the game, who you think is going to win. Uh, let me know. Hit me up after. Talk, we'll talk some post-game talk. See what's going on. See who won that natty. And uh, I'm going to have another episode out soon uh, talking about the future of all these college football playoff teams. Uh, so we will see how they... Uh, they rebound or rebuild or move on from this natural championship game. Thank you guys and have a good one.